Welcome to Sandlot Sports, where we may be stupid, but we are your kind of stupid. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. What up? What's up? What's up? And BJ Thomas. Hello. <laughs> I have I have the COVID. My brain's not working. You know, your brain doesn't work normally, so that makes it extra worse. Yeah, I know. So um, I would be remiss if I started off our show and not mention Bill Russell. Um, the sports world, in fact, the world as a whole, lost a legend the other day. Um, Dorian, I'll go to you first. When you hear the name Bill Russell, what do you think? I think of uh, greatness. I think of champion. I think of advocate. Um, I don't know if I would have been able to deal with the things that he dealt with and be able to put, you know, the whole issues with the civil rights movement on his back while playing, while playing in the NBA. That's while playing to me. At an extremely high level. Absolutely. Absolutely. 11 championships, dealing with everything that's happening in the country, galvanizing other um, um, Black American uh, athletes to, uh, you know, to, to have a voice and things of that nature. Um, I know in my household, like Bill Russell, when I was a kid, I learned about Bill Russell before I learned about Michael Jordan because my grandfather made sure that he told me, hey, like, they can say what they want about Bill Russell, but he did it on both sides, on the court and off the court. So um, RIP to, uh, to Bill Russell for sure. MBJ, any thoughts on your side? Yeah, just when every NBA player feels like they've lost a legend, you know, it, it just speaks a lot to them. Yeah. And um, who he was as a person. I'm, all the sports stuff is cool, but he meant more to the NBA than just that, so. Yeah, and it really bothered me just how Boston treated him. He loved that city. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Loved Rod Auerbach, loved playing for that team. And the city treated him like shit. And it took decades for him to get over that. And Dorian, to your point, I mean, I obviously I can't put myself in your shoes going going through what you know, stuff that you go through now or you know, Russell's shoes back then. It was just, it's absolutely insane. I mean, hearing the stories of his daughter saying that he'd go on road trips and their house would be vandalized constantly with stuff taken, shit left on the beds, on the walls, and it's just disgusting. And he, she was even saying that when he was home, the trash cans would be destroyed every night. And he went to the police and the police were like, well, it's raccoons. He was like, okay. I'm going to go buy my gun. And then magically the raccoons stopped coming. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, to me, he was just the ultimate winner and just not, not just on the basketball court, but in life, but supremely on the basketball court, the, my favorite stat of his was 21 times his teams faced a winner take all game between high school, the Olympics college and the NBA, his team's record. 21 and 0 <laughs> never lost a game when it was winner take all yeah. it was that to me that just speaks of i i've got this put the yeah. team on my back we're, we're gonna do this absolutely and also too you can't uh especially with that mentality you know before there was jordan there was bill russell i mean think about it you yeah. know and you what you just said just spoke speak for itself and also too with bill uh russell is that like he still was an advocate of bringing people together. That's what people, you know, 
they, they don't talk about a lot. Yeah, yeah, he was like big when it came to the civil rights movement, but he was like, hey, guess what? All in all, I just want to be treated equally. We can both play in a, uh, in, in a league together. You know, we can both like, like, like he was very in, encouraging to where all walks of life being, being able to come together. Uh, so um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a tragic. Um, however, I think that his spirit lives on because he's done so many things and people, and as you say before, AK, like so many people are like reverencing uh, Bill Russell and his contributions, not only to the NBA, but what he's done to charities and you know throughout boston throughout the whole world so again man kudos to i mean there there is a reason why the um, nba finals mvp is known as the bill russell award like because that that's who he is um and you take the 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 titans of our lifetime michael jordan tim duncan okay all-time champions of our lifetime you take the championships that they've won combined is how many championships Bill Russell won. Exactly. I mean that that's just it's mind boggling. <laughs> exactly. Do you think um do I don't know if they do but do they have a statue of him outside of the uh um arena in Boston? Is it I, a TD Garden or what is I don't think they do. Um like I said, it, it took decades yeah. for that relationship to be mended. Yeah. Um, you know I, how many times that thing would be egged or dressed yeah. in women's clothing or something? You know what Boston's about. Boston's like Utah East. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody said the best about Boston is Bill also brought 11 championships to that team, to that city, was an ambassador of that city, of the entire NBA on behalf of that city. And yet Ted Williams gets the statue first. Wow. Those people don't even like each other. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, but and and while we're talking about championships and all of that, we'll we'll switch gears um, to more stupid topic. Um, in, in my estimation, Michael Jordan should have had eight championships. You know, he won won his three. His dad was murdered. He took a mental break because it was the kind of the first like mental health break. Took two years to baseball, but his dad wanted to do. Came back and won three. In that meantime. The Akeem Olajuwon Rockets won two championships. Well-deserved. That team was absolutely solid. Got into a little argument today on social media. Somebody mm-hmm. told me that the Rockets that from Akeem Olajuwon would have swept the Michael Jordan Bulls in a series. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. I'm telling you, man, this, this whole social media age, bro, it's like, it's giving voices to people who shouldn't even be talking. No. Real oh. NBA fans know. We, we, oh. we, we know. There's no way. All I have to tell you is the Knicks took him to seven. Yes. And that should tell you everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the John, John's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they yeah. weren't the Bulls. They right. were never the Bulls. They never right. equaled the Bulls. If John right. Starks doesn't have a historically bad game seven, that is true. A key might only have one ring. That is true. That is true. And, yeah, and so and that's a that's just terrible. And we, we could talk about what if Slater. I do have it on kind of our agenda, but what if Nick Anderson doesn't miss four straight free throws? Ton of lighting. I mean, after that they hit they got the yips. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm not saying they, they would have won, but they probably could have won. Yeah. That's stupid meme. Stupid people too. I'm so sick. Of, I think most of most of it's now just trying to get clicks and likes and oh, reactions. Yeah. And yeah, it's terrible. I mean, it's, it's the Stephen A. Smith generation of speaking. If I just say something stupid enough, loud enough, people will, will comment on it and the algorithm will push me up. We should just switch this whole thing to satire. Then we can say whatever the hell we want oh, yeah. and get and get people to click on stuff. Oh, yeah. Somebody somebody thought I it was uh, a satire account when I said that Randy Moss was better than T.O. Yeah. I was those guys they don't pay attention to football like no. you got people who's casual NFL fans like oh Randy Moss oh yeah like he's the one even from like like um like for example if you go back to Randy Moss's days when he was at um Marshall right and like he made Chad Pennington like, didn't Chad Pennington get picked in the first round? He or made Chad team? Pennington an NFL quarterback. Yeah. You, that's, <laughs> that's what all you need to know. I'm pretty sure Lavernius <laughs> Coles and Randy Moss are like the two people responsible for Chad Pennington's whole life. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. That's right. And, uh, and Dorian, you're right. right. He was a first-round draft pick out of the Jets. <laughs> Who? Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, they're the, and they're the what? The fifth most valued franchise? Something like that. It's, it's got to be the real estate they own. It has to be. It's it's not the team. So here here's who was picked after Chad Pennington in that same draft. Sean Alexander out of Alabama. Um, Ian Gold out of Michigan. Mike Brown out of Nebraska. Chad Clifton. Marcus Washington. Vernon Scholes. What Mike Brown? At the safety out of, out of Nebraska. Oh, the Bears? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That uh he could probably be higher up that list in a redraft. Yeah. Oh, oh the the whole the that draft was actually pretty solid. Well, yeah. Who's the second quarterback taken? Second quarterback taken. Um going through now. Let me just, just do this. Oh, Giovanni Carmarzi? I don't know who that is. Uh 49ers. Yes. That's who the, that's who they always joke that Mariucci took over Brady. That was, that's right. That was the Brady right. draft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good times. Yeah. Brady is still playing. We oh, you know what? I think Drew Henson came out in that draft too. I want to say Drew Henson came out before that. Watch your mouth. I want to say Drew Henson came out in that, the year before. Oh, we oh, don't. Oh, who we don't speak of Drew Henson around these parts. <laughs> <laughs> actually, okay, see, so here's here's the thing. Um, Drew Henson was never actually drafted by the NFL team. Drafted that's by right. the Major League Baseball, I believe. Drafted right, by the Yankees. That's right. Yankees. Yeah, yeah, drafted by the Yankees. But there was an I can't think of the other there was a another quarterback that was taken um and he had an okay career. I can't think of it was I have to look it up, but um I saw the whole Brady um like documentary, and they talked. He talked about every quarterback that was taken before him in that draft. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so here, here's a, two quarterbacks that were taken before Brady in that draft. One was Mark Bolger, who had a decent career. Yeah. The yeah. other quarterback that was taken was the only quarterback in our lifetime that's won a championship for the University of Tennessee. T. Martin. Yep. 
Hey, Coach Martin now. Now, uh, so funny, <laughs> funny story about T. Martin that I love telling is um, I, I want to say it was two years ago. They, yeah, it was two years ago. So the 2020 team, um, the University of Tennessee was celebrating the 20 year anniversary of the championship. They brought in their players from that team. They brought in Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was not on that team. <laughs> wow. Dang it. <laughs> Why did Peyton even go? I don't know. Peyton's like, I, I guess. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. I think, what, that year, Peyton Manning was in his, what, second year with the Colts? Yes. Um, I want to say that was actually his last year that he was with Marshall Falk. That's right. That's right. So, and then, now, Marshall Falk, to me, was an exceedingly talented running back who was wasted. He's in the Hall of Fame, but he was wasted. Mike Martz did him a disservice. When he was playing, had had Marks has given him the ball twenty times, they probably would have gone undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Marks was one of those guys who thought he was way smarter than he was. Yes. Yep. 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 That doesn't go well in like a competitive profession because somebody's out there is going to show you up every time. Yep. Yeah, I, I go back to what Larry Bird said: "There's always somebody better." Yeah, yep. and if you don't if you don't think like that, you're already losing. Yep. So with that in mind, speaking of someone being better, we'll get to our um, NFL previews. So this this week, we're going to be doing the AFC North division. So give me a second to pull it up. The salty ones division. <laughs> so we were still start with the Baltimore Ravens. So I've, I've got the, um, the little rundown for them pulled up. Um, I see their roster. I can read the names on their roster. Uh, and there are people slotted in different positions. I don't see a number one wide receiver. Am I missing something? Oh, I see the number one wide receiver, Mark Andrews. <laughs> he's a tight end. <laughs> as much as he's going to get the ball, he might as well get paid as a wide receiver. <laughs> exactly. He's about to shame Marvin Harrison's catch record. Exactly. <laughs> Two step drop. Oh All my right. god. He's gonna be one so, check down. He's gonna be so tired every week. <laughs> exactly. Oh one my check god. down. That's it. God, Look, just, Mark Andrews. Just imagine this man's like feet and ankles at like week eight. Exactly. Now, uh, we, we joke about Vegas and the spam waller play. This is just spam Andrews. Spam Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> And, and see, and here's the, here's the funny part is, their defense was terrible last year. It was the worst rush defense in the entire NFL. Are you shocked though? No, not at all. I mean, they've always been a great cover defense. You, you got to bend somewhere as a team. It's about not breaking. You know what I mean? That's what Tony yeah. Dungy always said. That's what the Tampa defense was about. They'll let you get down to the 20, but after that, lights out. Oh, yeah. Field goals Field goals for you guys. That's it. Yeah. So <laughs> um, as long as the defense is functioning like that and you're trading seven for three, all, you'll win every game. Yeah, but they were 19th in points allowed last year. 
Uh oh, there's the there's the boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah. Uh. So. So you know, I, I'm looking at looking at the record. I mean, uh, Vegas has a projected of nine and a half uh, victories as their over under, which seems about right. Um, I'm also looking at last year, and against winning teams, mm-hmm. they were three and eight. Yeah, because they can't play from behind. No, they don't have a quarterback. I know Lamar likes to think he's a quarterback, but he's not, and nothing. <laughs> I don't want to say that against him. I'm going to call this against him. He cannot read a defense. He was never trained to read a defense. That's true. Yeah, I, I put that on Petrino. I put that on all the coaches ahead behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, How the hell do you throw for almost 500 yards without being able to read a defense? Something's going on here. Well, when they had nine men in the box, he should be able to pick up one hot read. 500 yards is a lot more than one hot read in the NFL. Hey, Matt Flynn put up 500 yards against a semi-competent defense. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, st- <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't side with uh, the, that uh, assessment anymore. I just can't. I think he's a uh, he's starting to turn a corner. I think he's about to be as good as he's ever going to be, though. When the next, when the next year, not with this roster, they have to get help. They, they, they got rid of the only help that he had. Well, yeah, but talent with an attitude problem, you know, that equals out to an average player and they're tradable. This is true. So there you go. You wanted to be in an offense to fit your style, take your ass over there and play in that offense. Yep. So I'll, I'll leave it up to you guys. How many wins do you think that Baltimore comes up with this year? Looking at their schedule too. Mm. I mean, they're, they're going to start off two and out. They got the jets and the dolphins. Yeah. I'm not throwing the dolphins under the completely under the bus like that. Yeah. Yet. Yeah, because say what you want about Tua, he's accurate. And, you know, one of yeah. the things is... So was Pat White from West Virginia. What's your point? One of the things Tua's been doing since high school, and it's the only reason he's here, has been getting the ball to the person that can do things with it. So, <laughs> right. but, if anything, Tyreek Hill will touch the ball. And it has been proven that's probably good for about eight games in itself. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Okay, so so if the if the Dolphins are a loss for Baltimore, they start the season one and one. They go to New England, have Buffalo and Cincinnati next. Ooh, you have a chance to the Giants. Giants and no, Browns. I mean, you have to remember that Bengals is a division game, and we all know how division games are. No, no matter who's ranked where, who's done what. It. Yeah, it's just something about it. They don't like each other. Somebody's going to get hurt. Okay. So I, I we can't just give the Bengals that. That win. It's going to be a tough game. I'm inclined to think they will win here, for sure. Here, here's what I would say. In a vacuum, I'd completely agree with you. In a vacuum, you're 100% right. A division opponent is a division opponent. But you're also coming off against a game uh, the week before against Buffalo. Mm. And I think that yes. counts for something. Yes. I understand that. But I'll tell you one thing. When you're tired, if you can sprinkle a little hate in there, oh yeah, you, you'll, be, you'll be okay. Absolutely. And uh, I don't know. I'd be more likely to throw the Browns under the bus real quick. Their defense is good, but if they're out, like I say, we've, we say it a lot. I say it a lot. The, the longer that defense is out there, the less likely to win the football game. One, two, three, four. Well, if I'm, if my count is right, I think the Sean Watson will be back for that game. 
Uh, uh, well, I just heard that uh, Goodell's appealing the spent the good intention to uh, extend it. So good, he needs to six games for assaulting twenty four women. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, nonviolent sexual assault. That's only which is not a that's thing. Only, that's one quarter for every finger he had in his ass. Yeah. So it's assault. <laughs> Let me ask you this. How would you feel if 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 somehow this man convinced you to give a massage and you agreed? How would you feel if he pulled his dick out and rubbed it on your leg? That's assault. That's that's sexual assault. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like how would you feel? Now, just because the masseuse has tits doesn't make it any different. Now, how would you feel as if you're licensed to work for an NFL team and that NFL team knows what's going on and still puts you in that situation? That's basically Joe Paterno shit. Yes. That's what the Texans were doing. These were licensed masseuse from the Texans. They knew what was going on. My thing is, so, uh, so, so he was putting his genitals on these people, right? From what is, I understand, he was, he was putting his balls, whether he was like moving his, moving his balls around their hands and then asking him to put the fingers up his butt. Oh, that's the last and, one. Should be just normal assault. And and you basically, yeah. you, that's just you just assaulted me. There's no, that's just assault. And golly, punch me in the face. And from what I've understood, he basically said, "If you don't do this, I will get you fired." And on top of all of that, on top of all of that, when the judge, in her infinite wisdom, was going through the evidence. Do you know what she did? She asked the women what they were wearing. Because that has zero difference. That's crazy. Um, I disagree with that because what they're wearing could also kind of dictate their intent. If she goes in there with a fucking see-through bra and panties on, that's completely different than walking in there dressed professionally with like a even if it's short shorts and a t-shirt or a polo or something. Okay. Well, so let I, me ask know, you. I, I, I disagree with that. Well, I, I would disagree with that if it was like a private masseuse, like, Hey, not massage envy, but like a, you know, a Lotus spa, Robert and Kraft. Here's place. another thing I don't understand is you act like the masseuses didn't know about this. Like they were able to keep finding 60 masseuses or however they were over course of how many years that didn't know that this was going on. I, I all I can tell you is twenty five is a larger number. Oh no, I'm not saying. Look, I'm speaking of the stupidity of humans. I'm not talking necessarily about. Um, I know he's done too much, and what he's done is disgusting. But at some point, some of these girls put themselves in that position, knowing what he does. Or was it, again, because this was facilities and services provided by the team, could it be that if you if they didn't do it, they'd be fired? Paycheck goes a long ways in people's minds. Right. But even nowadays. then, out of that 25, you'll have two that be like, you know what? Well, I'm just going to get fired. You ain't doing that shit to me. And then I would say, like, how, like, in a me too, the whole Me Too time frame that we've been having here in the past few years, and you want to keep quiet about it? Like, this would be the time to speak up if you're going to do it. Because we all know in two years we're going to forget about this shit as a country. You just go 
two years. Well, right back. He's going to come. He, he's going to come back week seven. There's going to be a big hoop. I'm not talking about Deshaun coming back. I'm talking about the Me Too movement. Oh, oh, that's already basically already passed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm saying when this was happening was kind of in the middle end of the me too movement. It would have been the time to speak up. You'd have been more protected than you are going to be at any other point in American history. If I remember right, um, this was 2008, 2018, 2019. If I, if I have my, my timeline, right at this point within the me too movement, if you want to go that route and and we will um, within the me too movement, basically, if you said, Hey, look, I'm being sexually assaulted. It, you were victim shamed. You, you were basically like you're a virtue signaling. You're you're doing it for the money because that's that's what, kind of what was going on. I don't agree with it, but that's what was happening. Because that by that by that time the movement had basically flamed out. I don't know because it was going after R. Kelly. Well, because R. Kelly was doing it with young with like underage girls. Right, but still the thing is, like, if if Aaliyah was twenty one and like, not fourteen, no one would have given a shit. I don't know, man. It's like anytime if 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 a woman says, hey, like, especially a high profile athlete or anyone says, hey, this person did this to me, the Me Too movement, like, let's investigate. Like, yeah. And, and Bill Cosby's walking around free. Yeah. But then you get to see the Bill Cosby thing. I, me personally, a lot of that, which was proven, a lot of those women lied on the stand. It was proved that, uh, that half of them lied about the whole like Quaalu things that was given to them, things of that nature. So I think in this case, it's, it's a little bit different from, from Bill Cosby. But, but again, the Me Too movement, even with Bill Cosby, when those women said this happened, like Gloria Aldrich and all those other Me Too advocates, like they were like on people's ass. Anyways, getting back to Baltimore, because we got Cleveland later on in the show. Um, how many wins does Baltimore have this year? Cleveland twice. That's at least a split. Falcons, Jackson, Falcons, Jacksonville, Panthers, Giants, Giants, Jets. Yeah. Um, they Falcons. Yep. I hate do it to them. I'm gonna say nine and eight. Okay. I don't think it's gonna be pretty. By the way, I'm keeping track of our numbers. <laughs> oh, God help us. <laughs> hey, why not? Okay. Well, on to Cincinnati, be like Belichick. Um, they have a number one receiver. They have a number two and a number three and a number one quarterback. A- anyone want to give any thoughts? Yeah, they got to be able to keep Joe Burrow from getting his ass kicked this year. That'll be the first thing. Yep. <clears throat> because he got he got beat up last year, last two years. If they can keep him upright, this is yeah. a dangerous, dangerous team. Yeah, but yeah. you'll find out. You'll find out week two if they can keep him upright. This is true. Find out real quick. Um. Other than that, though, I mean, they play some serious teams. They got Bills, Patriots, Buccaneers, Chiefs, Titans. Oh. Look, look at the start of their schedule. They start well with Pittsburgh at home and then go go to Dallas. Yeah. Then they got a nice little vacation after that. Two days, <laughs> two one week anyways. And they got to play the Dolphins, which is, I don't think it's going to be an easy out. Right. 
Yeah, you know, they got the Dolphins and the Ravens, and then they've got the Saints, the Falcons, the Browns, and the Panthers. Yeah, that's going to be nice. Yeah. I think they're going to split all the games in their divisional. I think think they go three and three in the division. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think I got them at 12 and five. I could see that. I mean, hell, they went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and with them again, we talked about Baltimore, how crappy they were, you know, when they played against winning teams, they were three and eight. Cincinnati was four and three. I mean, if you can at least be five hundred against teams with a with a winning record, you're doing something real right. good. You're doing real good. Yep. Yeah. That means you've already played playoff football, basically. Yep. So move on to the Sean Watson Cleveland Browns. So there is not <laughs> an over underline for them. Um, I was looking it up today and they went, we don't know because we don't know how long Sean Watson's going to be out. Again, we talked about that. He got six games when Ray Rice was eventually suspended for the entire year. Calvin Ridley was suspended for the entire year. Um, Josh Gordon, I don't think he's ever come back. And he uh, officially, I think it was 20, like 25 games. So, um. I don't think the the Browns are going to be entirely bad with Jacoby Brissett as uh as as quarterback. Um, like let's say for instance, hypothetical. Let's say if uh, Deshaun comes back week seven, there's some winnable games like like the first two games the Browns should win against the Panthers and Jets with uh, oh. Brissett as quarterback. At the and very I, least, they should be three and three with yeah. Brissett at quarterback. Right, exactly three and three. Exactly. That that game is uh, Pittsburgh. That's going to be up in the air. That's going to be a dog fight. But other than that, I, I know for certain uh, Panthers, or I would think Panthers, Jets, Falcons should be W's for for the Browns. Yeah. And to your point, people forget that Jacoby Brissett is a competent quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not like Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers esque, but he's not Curtis Painter. Mm-hmm. He he's a competent quarterback. So he'll he'll get you some wins, and let's just say, you know, as of right now at six games, there's no reason why they shouldn't be at least three and three, when when Deshaun comes back, right. and then at that point, okay, you've got the Texans, the Saints, the Commandos or Commanders or whatever they're called, whatever they are, <laughs> the Washington Sentinels. I'm gonna go with that. Um, I mean, I I realistically I don't see any reason why this team should not win at least eight games. Yeah. Now I'll tell you this. Hypothetical. If let's say the Browns are four and two when Deshaun comes back, do you just ride Jacoby Brissett? If if I'm the coach of the Browns, I ride with them until the bye week. Okay. If you're if they're four and two, and and, and here's why. If they're four and two, you're like, hey, look, Jacoby's Jacoby's been doing great. It'll give Deshaun time to, to um, be with the team, yada, yada, yada. Knowing full damn well the Ravens and Bengals are gonna kick your ass. <laughs> and you go, hey, look, the, the Jacoby just doesn't have it anymore. You're overlooking one small factor. <laughs> this man is literally overcoming addiction. What he did was not just like a a thing. Oh, I I, I so have like, no doubt that he won't do this again. So they need to get him busy as quick as they can get him busy. He needs to have things to do. 
that come on now that many times 60 something masseuses oh just in his time in houston that that tells me that this was what going on at clemson that would be you know some people would use the term serial yeah. yeah why not yeah you're not wrong yeah so like <clears throat> needs to be, now. I, in my opinion he's being some kind of treatment like that just that shit repeatedly over and over again something's going on there yeah right am i right wouldn't you i mean it's something yeah if it, if it was yeah i guess i guess my question coach? is um i i'm trying to think of how i can word this isn't he he's not a serial rapist because he didn't actually rape, rape the women um he is a narcissist though he is basically full of himself and that's where he needs help not so much the a sex edition because that's that's roethlisberger this is more of a I think I can get away with doing whatever I want, and I want you to do this to me. And that's going to take more than just a weekend retreat. Yeah. I'm sure the Cleveland Browns has male masseuses for him now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Spin, come over here. Damn I'll, it. Put, yeah. I'll put my finger in your ass. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Have my thumb and my pinky with one. <laughs> you choose. Uh, oh. <laughs> nah, man, I'm good. Oh, you're good with the thumb? <laughs> nah. Yeah, I'll tell you. Teach, <laughs> teach his ass a lesson. Get him some of those under the giant hands. Literally, teach yeah. his ass a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Like, and, and no disrespect to none of the women, but it's like, dude, you could have any woman that you want, right? Like, why resort to that? Like you could have paid a, a porn star or something back in the day would do that to you, have to sign one of those agreements and shit. Like tell that shit the mystical. Uh I'll I don't want to touch that. That broke my heart when I heard it. I'm like again. Again. Exactly. Again. 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 The first time he was acquitted, right? No, he went he he went to oh, jail right. for a long time over that's that. Right. That's right. He did. He did. I don't know, man. It's, there it's, I go again. Danger! Don't, don't, don't put your life in danger. So um, <laughs> every time, every time he walks into a room from now on, every woman's to scream "danger" at the same time. I'm just, <laughs> just let it know. let it out. So how how many wins do we think the Browns are going to have? Oh man, I, I we'll we'll make the caveat that we lot. assume that Deshaun comes back and get in week seven. There's a lot for them to deal with mentally. Their defense is an awesome defense. It's Oh, that defense is scary. It's, it's a great defense. It really is. But man, that's a lot to overcome mentally. Yeah. New uh, Hey, I mean they got Amari Cooper too. Yeah. yeah, but he'll be good for like 11 games and then disappear when they need him. <laughs> so, who'll be good for Jacoby? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 10 and 7. Oh. I was going to go 7 and 10. I think this division is going to be tight. I think there could be yeah. four double digit winners. So you're you're saying that Cleveland's going to go 10 and 7 and Baltimore's going to go 9 and 8. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. yeah. And Dorian, what say you? Like I said, I'm, I'm going 9 and 7. You want to break the tie? Uh, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't be surprised if they go. Like 
eight and eight. Show you can't go the, eight and eight. We can oh, do eight, oh, eight, right, one. eight and one. Cheater. Oh, it could. Well, it could be. Okay, here's here's my thing. If Jacoby Brissett, we all know he's a confident quarterback. Like it's not really hard. Like you give the ball to Nick Chubb, you give it to uh, Kareem Hunt, and then you play action. Hopefully, you'll get Amari Cooper or Donovan Peoples Jones in the end zone. So I actually think. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'll, I'll go with BJ. I think, I think, I think they, they they'll they'll win more than. Look at the skill players. Where's the weakness on that offense? Yeah. Well, right. that's that's actually the, the a good point. Is yeah. do you trust anyone on the Browns' offense when it comes to fantasy? Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. <laughs> well, I I trust Nick Chubb too. If they weren't going through all the shit they're going through. No. Because you know what they can always do? Give the ball to Nick Chubb. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried that last year. It didn't work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, but I can see them, you know, winning more than losing. I, like it just I don't see how you can lose a lot of games with, with Nick Chubb. Yeah, especially they were eight the, nine last year. They lost nine of them with Nick Chubb. <laughs> no, they lost nine of them with Baker Mayfield. Yeah. <laughs> um, that weather and Nick Chubb is a serious combination. Yes. Again, if they actually call call the, the right plays, I think that's that was part of the problem last year. So, we'll move on to the Steelers. Nobody cares. No, oh, fuck the Steelers. I. Who who is going to play? Who's going to start week one for them at quarterback? Probably Trubisky. Yeah, Trubisky. Oh, sorry. Full body Trevor when I hear Mitch Trubisky starting quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Chase Claypool is going doing the same thing. Just, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you talk about the best wide receiver in the NFL? Not even best wide receiver on the That's what he'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Looking at that schedule, man. Um, I do think that they'll win three games in their division. I think I think they'll they'll split because I think they the AFC North is one of the best rival have the best rival games. Um, but you got Buffalo on the road, which is the L. You got Tampa at home, but it's Brady. So, um, well, you know what? I'll say this: um, they do have. Um, What's the the, the ex uh, Dolphins coach as defensive coordinator, and he's done a great job. Flores, yeah, Flores. So they may come up with a scheme. Oh, you you talk about some some revenge. (laughs) Yeah, it could be. But other than but other than that, I'm looking at it. The they play the Eagles on the road. Man, that that's a tough schedule. Yeah. You know what else I'm looking at? This right here, the record against losing teams last year: seven, one, and one. That's terrible. I mean, they, they went they went two and yeah, but they went two and six against teams with, with winning records. Yeah, but they did what they were supposed to do against. They tied the Lions. What are you talking about? They won. They played eight games against. Yeah, it happens though. You guys got lucky. It's the NFL. Y'all got here for a reason. You can't be garbage all seventeen games. Well, maybe. Jaguars tried, but 
I, did I hear that that Trevor and Travis Etienne are not playing on Saturday? Yes, that's what I heard. I heard Trevor wasn't. I don't know about Travis. Yeah, what well, Travis needs to play because he missed out. I would definitely get him some reps in. First off, I I don't even know why. Apparently, Travis is starting over. Um, James Robinson. Other, yeah, James Robinson. Which I don't know why they're doing that, but well, yeah. not this week. No, but not this week. But I don't think I don't I don't think James Johnson is playing. I mean, James Robinson is playing either. So, I mean, it's just like just roll the, the laundry out there. Just don't even care who's who's in it. <laughs> so, um, I, I know we're, we're off the rails, and I don't care. Um, how many how many wins are we putting the Steelers down for? It's seven and a half as an over under. I'm looking at the schedule. I don't see eight. No, not really. I agree, but are the Eagles seven. last in the division? Probably the second or third best division in football. I mean, if if you look at just their easy games, their "quote unquote" easy games, you got the Jets, the Eagles, maybe the Saints, the Falcons, and Panthers. I don't think the Eagles are going to be that easy. I, I said maybe the Eagles. Yeah, I don't know. And AJ Brown's a real problem. Mm-hmm. So I mean, th- those are the games that okay, they could probably be favored in. Everything else are going to be underdogs, mm. and their quarterback situation is just terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going five. I'm I'm going five and twelve. You guys so. want to talk me out of it? Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. There's a lot of talent on that offense. If Mitch Trubisky can just like maintain himself for a few weeks. They might get more than that. Oh, maybe this is your seven and ten team though. Dorian, uh, yeah, I'm. I could see them winning seven games as well. Mike Tomlin does Mike Tomlin stuff though. Also, is he he sque- he's able to squeeze talent out of team, you know, teams that probably shouldn't. Yeah, and that's why successful. I think that's why I think they're going to get to five wins and not three. <laughs> a lot of talent on that team. Yeah, but you you can have the prettiest car in the world, but if your engine is crap, you ain't gonna go very fast. All you gotta do is be a game manager. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've all had bad managers too. <laughs> so you go? I'll be going with seven. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think so. Okay. okay. So that's our preview of the of the AFC North. We'll probably do the NFC North next week. Um, and so, and I, I do realize that doing a preview of the Pac-12 is a lot like having a, a sequel to Kindergarten Cop and have Kindergarten Cop 2. Um, but just like that movie, both are going to happen. So we'll, we'll go do the Pac-12 this week. Quickly, though. Yes, very quickly. Um, very quickly. <laughs> So this is probably the last year the Pac-12 is going to be a thing. Oh, <laughs> it's been such a dominant force. Well, no, it no. was for a couple of years after high school. Eh. Uh, so I, I, I've actually heard rumors. Um, obviously, UCLA and USC are going to the Big Ten. Um, obviously, and Phil Knight has basically said, I will do whatever I can to, to make sure that Oregon's relevant, which means 
Big Ten, here's money, please take us. Um, and the Big Ten's like, we got too many schools. Uh, Big 12, do you want Minnesota? We'll give you Minnesota. SEC needs those jerseys, <laughs> needs that Nike money. We talked about oh, that. We, we did that in our, in our conference around lineman episode. Yes, that was my I first mean. pick. Um, I'm looking at the schedules, and the Utah Utes look like they have more of a uh, competitive schedule than other teams. Yeah, I mean, they, their first game is in Gainesville. That's a hell of a way to start the season. Good luck, Chuck. And you know, and San Diego State is not a pushover. That's true. Yeah, they usually give tight games. And UCLA is bringing teams from Alabama. They're just not that team from Alabama. <laughs> Alabama State and out South in Alabama. South Alabama. <laughs> See, guys, we're close. <laughs> What do you mean Nick Saban doesn't coach South Alabama? I'm confused. Man. Um, but yeah, and, and Oregon goes to, ooh, Oregon goes out to Georgia the same week that Utah goes out to Florida. So who's gonna get who's gonna get manhandled the most? <laughs> uh oh, Georgia's gonna beat the tar yeah, out, out of Oregon. Oregon's getting ragdolled. <laughs> <laughs> like Utah has a chance. Uh Oregon does not. Remember that scene where the Hulk grabs Loki? Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> That's not even a fighting chance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna come out of there and uh it's they're gonna be sore. Fresno like Eastern Washington might have a real shot the next week. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, with that in mind, who do we have coming out of the conference? Well, you know, if Oregon does lose to Georgia, all joking aside, if they do lose to Georgia, it's the first game of the year and they got time to make up for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and, and see, and, here, and here's the thing with that. So, typically, when Oregon plays Stanford, if Oregon has already lost in the season, Oregon beats Stanford. If Oregon goes into Stanford undefeated, Stanford wins. It is the weirdest damn thing. So to your point, that's actually probably the hardest conference game that they have. Yeah. So then they lose to Georgia and then run the table. Yeah. yeah I, so I, I could totally see that. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Oregon. Okay. Yeah. Utah's Utah's going to give them a good run. Same, same thing. They lose to Florida, no biggie and just run, try to run the table. Well, I mean, don't forget Utah won the conference last year. Yeah, I know. And then could not guard at at all in the Rose Bowl. Like could not play pass defense like at all. I think Smith and, and Jigba still scoring touchdowns against them. <laughs> so uh, what do you guys think about uh, USC? Any improvement? They exist. <laughs> well, okay, improvement over the four and eight record they had last year. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah. Schedule, schedule's weak. I mean, I, I look at Rice and I think, okay, cool. Is it Minute Rice? Is it Uncle Ben's? I mean, who, who are we playing here? They didn't play Oregon this year. <laughs> nope. That's right. Yeah, that's a weak schedule. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's weak. They're in danger of being one of those, like, you know, one-loss teams that are false. Yeah, here's, here's what's going to happen with USC. I, I, I see this. 
Yeah, but they're they're going to beat Rice. They're going to beat Stanford. They're going to um, probably lose to Utah, even though they normally beat the crap out of Utah. They're going to go into that Notre Dame game ten and one, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh my God, look at USC! It is so great!" And then Notre Dame's going to beat them, and I'm going to be like, "Yeah," and Notre Dame's not going to be that good, but they're going to be a paper tiger. That's just all there is yeah. to it. So if, if we're saying Oregon's going to win the conference, which I don't disagree with at all, um, is there a team that could sneak up on them other than Utah? Maybe the Paper Tiger. Yeah. Until, until, you know what I mean? Like, look at yeah. that schedule. I mean, that's the thing. Hey, I mean, they'll probably be, what, 8-1 uh, and one in conference? Yeah, it looks like it. Utah, you know, Utah's their first real game. Utah's really their only real game in yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah, that's and a, that's not a conference game. No, it's just two. So yeah, I don't know. The paper tiger could sneak up there and then oh, I hope they don't get in. I hate USC. <laughs> yeah, it, it the, the conference title game might be USC and Oregon. I can't tell you what kind of semi I had when Vince Young was destroying them that year in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> I can't even tell you because they thought they had it. They yeah. thought everything was good. And Vince is like, nope, nope. And I go back to Pete Carroll is a great coach. Sometimes he just has brain farts. And when he went forward on fourth and one with Lindell White, when they were up on one, was that by four at that time mm-hmm. on that fourth and one play? I was like, punt it, knock him deep, make him run the clock. So, and and you know what? I bet you that's why he didn't run it with Marshall Lenz in the Super Bowl. He's like, I got burned once before. I'm not gonna get, not gonna do it again. But it's Marshall Lynch. Now, now he's been stopped on fourth and one. He's been intercepted the goal line. What the hell is he gonna do now? Right. <laughs> Punt it. <laughs> so, Pete is on the goal line. Drop kick. <laughs> Matter of fact, lose five yards. We'll run a play from there. <laughs> so, yeah. So that'll conclude our preview for the for the Pac-12, and we'll take a quick break. Ooh, thank God. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.